Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Lady Esther Screen Guild play tonight is Paramount Pictures' hilarious story, True to Life. And ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry Dick Powell can't be with us tonight. In his place, playing the part of Link Ferris... You'll have to put up with Cary Grant. <laughs> Who, me? Uh, excuse me, please. And uh, we're sorry Joan Leslie can't be here either. In her place, you'll have to put up with Linda Darnell. Who, me? Uh, excuse me, please. Miss Darnell plays the part of Bonnie Porter, and Victor Moore is her father. Who, me? That's right, Victor. And William Demarest is Uncle Jake. Some Uncle Jake. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that will give you an idea. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in True to Life. The makers of Sudsy Suds bring you Kitty Farmer. Monday through Friday at six PM. Yes, a lot of people listen to Kitty Farmer. Only this time, the sponsor listens too. And then... Who writes that hogwash? Who writes that tripe? Uh, Link Ferris and Fletch Marvin. They're tops, Mr. Huggins. Get $1,000 a week apiece. For that squill? I tell you, Kitty Farmer isn't real anymore. She's phony. She's counterfeit. Wait, jumping Jeremiah, she isn't even human. Oh, I'm sure the boys can make her human, Mr. Huggins. They're not just ordinary writers, you know. Writers like Fletch and Link are born. That's the trouble. Well, they better get a new idea fast, or I'll take Kitty Farmer off the air. Ah, uh, 
what's the use of kidding ourselves, Fletch? Huggins is right. We're written dry. Fletch, you know what we need? What? A nice hot bath and a shave. Mm-hmm. And then? Lights, drinks, beautiful women. Uh, Who knows? Somebody might say something. Yeah, it won't be anything we can use. Maybe that's our trouble. A thousand bucks a week. We've lost the common touch. We ought to get around and talk to real people. We might find the kitty farmer we're looking for. That's what I said. Let's go hunting. Not your kind of hunting. Hey, where's my hat? I'm going out for a walk. And so Link Ferris is walking in the rain. Walking, thinking. Not even watching where he goes. Until finally he stops at Anton's Diner, where pretty young Bonnie Porter works. Now remember, his clothes are soaking wet, and there's a two-day stubble of beard on his chin. He doesn't look much like a thousand a week. In fact, to Bonnie's practiced eye, he looks like someone who might need help. Um, anything special on that menu you like? Oh, this looks pretty good. Roast beef, french fried potatoes, and coffee. <laughs> the 60-cent blue plate. Uh-huh. That's, uh, 60 cents. Well, sure. Uh, oh, you mean, uh... <laughs> I get it. You think I haven't got 60 cents, huh? Oh, you're way off, sister. I'm loaded. I've got enough right here to... to, to... Hey, hey, that's funny. Anything wrong? <laughs> yeah. Looks as if I forgot my wallet. I don't suppose you'd cash a check, would you? Oh, well... Uh... Mr. Kapopoulos, gentleman here wants to cash a check. Tell him we got a deal with the bank. They don't sell hamburgers. We don't cash no checks. <laughs> Roast beef, mister? <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm not as hungry as I thought. Just, uh, just coffee, please. Oh, how about a hamburger? It's only a quarter. No, no, thanks. Just coffee. Roast beef, rare and juicy, hey, coming up. Wait a minute. I didn't order that. Oh, I... you can pay me back sometime. Yeah, but, but why should you do that for me? Well, because you're hungry. Uh, oh. Besides, it's a kind of a hobby of mine, you see. I kind of like to fill in the blank spaces. Oh, yeah. Hey, give me that again. Well, some people put mustaches on pictures. Uh, some collect matchbooks. Well, I like to read people's faces and make up stories about them. Oh, I see. You, uh, you made up any about me? Oh, sure. You're just having tuck luck. Tuck, tuck... Tough well, luck right, right now. No. <laughs> your trouble is that you want to make a lot of money, $100 a week. So you get mad all the time and quit your job. Say, uh, how come you work here? I mean, a girl like you. Well, but... because my kid brother wants to be a doctor, and my uh-huh. father works in a bakery, and Mom can use the extra money, and besides, I don't mind working here. Why? Oh, nothing. I, I was just thinking, that's all. Anybody home? Hey, Bonnie, you sure your family won't mind? After all, bringing a stranger home. Oh, you're I... not a stranger anymore. Come on. Hello, everybody. Oh, Say, this Bonnie. is Mr. Ferris. Oh. Uh, Mom? Howdy do. Howdy do. My brother, Clem. Hi. Oh, hello. And that's Mom's brother, Uncle Jake. Uh, how are you? Hey, where's Pop? Oh, down in the cellar, as usual. Well, I'll go get him. Make yourself at home, Mr. Ferris. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sit down, young man. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Porter. Pop's inventing down in the cellar. When he's not at the bakery, he's an inventor. Hmm, some inventor. Well, that's Uncle Jake. He and Pop don't get along. They don't even talk to each other. And sometimes hey, they... Here even... he is, Mr. Ferris. This is Pop. Oh, glad to meet you, my boy. Any friend of Bonnie's is a friend of... What's the matter, anything wrong? Well, no, but that, uh, that, uh... Oh, this gas mask I'm wearing. Oh, it's one of my inventions. Some invention. 
Mom, you make him keep his nose out of this. My nose ain't in it. His nose is. He looks a lot better with that gas mask on. Pop invents a lot of things, Mr. Ferris. Synthetic rubber, too. Oh, really? Synthetic rubber, huh? Mr. Porter, are you doing anything with it? Well, not exactly. I can't get any raw materials. Well, uh, what raw materials do you need? Well, rubber. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, uh, where are you from, Mr. Ferris? Uh, Me? Yes, where are you from? Oh, uh, oh, well, uh, all over. I mean... Oh, uh... uh, Mom, I thought perhaps... Well, you see, Mr. Ferris came into the diner and he was hungry and... Well, I thought maybe he could stay with us till he finds a job. Uh, a what? Well, the way you followed me around, I knew you didn't have a place to stay. Ain't we got enough mouths to feed? Mom, why don't your brother feed his own big mouth? He knows I'm a sick man. Sick my foot. He eats like a horse. A healthy one. Now, Pop, you needn't raise your voice. There's a stranger in the house. Uh, what do you do, Mr. Ferris? Uh, me? Oh, almost anything. Now, I mean, what's your line of work? Oh, well, uh, sort of general line, you know. Uh, just uh, a tramp. <laughs> yeah, look who's talking. <laughs> Mrs. Porter, I, yeah? I'm afraid Bonnie's got things mixed up. You see, uh, well, I've got a place. Sure I... you have my boy right here with us. We mean it, Mr. Ferris. Well, uh, well, thanks, but if I did, I, uh, I mean, uh, Maybe you let me pay board, huh? Nah, nothing doing, son. I'm glad to help you. I'm glad to. John D. Rockefeller. Some Rockefeller. <laughs> well, at least I got a heart, which is more than some people I know. Well, I'm sure Mr. Ferris won't be any trouble. Be swell if he'd stay. I could get some blood. Y- blood? <laughs> Just a little for my oh. microscope. <laughs> Clem's the one that's going to be a doctor. Oh, I see. Well, you won't let that bother you. Oh, no, not at all. Well, you'll stay then? Yeah, thanks, but look, uh, would you tell your brother that the Red Cross already has an option on me? Would you do that? No kidding, Link. That family's a gold mine. I wrote him into the script just the way you said, and Huggins really went for it big. Yeah. He said they sounded so real. Fletch, you didn't tell him they are a real family, did you? Don't be a dope. Uh, if he knew they were real, he'd say they sounded phony. Yeah, well, what worries me? Suppose they hear the show. They're apt to recognize themselves. Well, just keep them from hearing it. Uh, do something to the radios. Oh, yeah, if I can. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, what kind of a dame is this, Kitty? I mean, uh, Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. Oh, uh... <clears throat> oh, she's very ordinary. Just the uh, run-of-the-mill type, you know? Oh, <laughs> Well, I certainly appreciate what you're doing, old boy. Burying yourself with a bunch like that. Oh, that's all right, Fletch. I'm sure you do the same in my place. Say, I'd better get back. They think I'm out looking for a job. Yeah, well, remember, I can't write that script unless you bring me some dope every night. Sure, sure. Well, uh, I'll dig it up and you uh, dish it out. Huh? Oh, oh, what a setup. What a setup. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Fletch. <laughs> yeah. You must have dropped this picture here out of your pocket, sir. Who is it, Mabel? Uh, oh, no, sir. It says on here from Bonnie. Bonnie? Let me see that. Just a run-of-the-mill type, he said. Sure is pretty, ain't she? And he was making such a sacrifice. Such a... Gabe, do you know what this story needs? Uh, no, sir. Complications, Gabe. It needs a few complications. Well, uh, Mr. Ferris, uh, you found a job yet? Oh, no, not yet, Mrs. Porter, but don't you worry, I'm looking. Uh-huh. Some looker. Uncle Jake, please. Say, you know there might be a job open down at the bakery, and Link's got a good pair of shoulders on him. Pop means he's got a well-developed clavicle. Clavicle, schlamicle. I'd rather listen to the radio. 
Hey, Link, you know, maybe Mom's right. You can't just keep on waiting. You've got to start something. I mean... The makers of Sudsy Suds bring you their amusing new series, That Farmer Family. First, the genial... Uh, pardon me, please. Who... What's the idea? I wanted to listen. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I, uh, I, uh... <coughs> oh, hiccups, see? Always get them this time of the day. <coughs> hiccups, see? Diaphragm oh. is irritated. Me too. Why did he turn off that radio? <laughs> well, uh, well, you see, that's the only way I can stop these hiccups. <gasps> quiet. Got to have absolute quiet, eh? That's funny. There's no relation between the diaphragm I, and... I, there's another thing, too. Uh, Mrs. Porter, yeah. I know you think it's inconsiderate of me not taking any old job, but I'm looking for something more in my line. Hmm. I didn't know you had a line. Uh, say, why can't I turn on that radio? Oh, sure, sure. I've got a line. I, uh, I, uh, uh... Music. That's my line. Music. Hmm? You listen. Why, Link, I didn't know you played. My golly, that's not bad. I used to play the melodium once. Some melodium. Well, it was better oh, than yours, Ether. Hey, both of you, please. Oh, dear. oh, Clem, will you see who it is? Oh, it's always me, Hester. Oh, Link, Link, will you hold it a minute? Someone's at the front door. Hey, Bonnie, it's a man. I hope I'm not intruding, good people. Say, that's not a man, that's Link! A... Uh, Fletcher Marvin is my name. It's an emergency. May I use your phone, please? Well, well of course. It's, it's right over there. Thank you, miss. Hello, operator. Uh, get me Plaza 7124. I'm sorry to bother you folks. I had a little accident. Oh, anybody hurt? I can handle a splint job or a fracture. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, gee, too bad. Hello. Hello, Gabe. Uh, this is Marvin. Yes, I'm, I'm out in Sunnyside. A car broke down on Jackson Street. Yeah, a fella came out of an alley, stuck a gun in my ribs. Oh, uh, no, no, I, I tackled him, but he got away. Yes. Yeah. Uh, will you uh, bring the other car over and pick me up? Yes, Jackson and Fremont. Yes, I'll go over right now. Fine. Goodbye. Oh, Mr. Marvin, you you sure you're all right? Oh, yes, I'm I'm quite all right. I, I know I've put you to a lot of trouble, and I'm sorry to run off like this, but uh, you'll hear from me. Good night. Hey... We'll hear from him. You know what? I think he meant that. You know what? I know he did. Roses, Mom. From that Mr. Marvin. Dozens of roses. Oh, look. And an orchid corsage. It's for me, Bonnie. A ten-pound box of candy. Oh, now ain't that Mr. Marvin nice? He, he said he'd be here at eight sharp, Mom. He said he'd, he'd like to take me for a drive. But Bonnie, you haven't eaten a thing tonight. Oh, sorry, Mom. I'm just not hungry. Uh, Bonnie doesn't like home cookie anymore, not since he's been dining with that Marvin lug. Well, now, Link, maybe if a certain other party didn't have to rush out every oh, night... pop! Some pop. <laughs> well, anyway, I got some use around here. I found out why that radio hasn't been working. Uh, you did? Yeah, the aerial wire was broken right outside your window, Link. I fixed it. Now, listen... Well, uh, you, uh, you think we should? I mean, while we're eating? Huh? Now, oh, sure. Entertainment aids the digestive juices. Oh, yeah. Well, excuse me, I think I'll... Quiet. We're listening. You'll remember that Kitty Farmer has been very much taken with the rich young man she's recently met. At the moment, we find him on a soft summer evening, driving along in his car. Where are you taking me? To Lover's Lane. Where's that? Anywhere. Everywhere. Wherever a boy and girl... 
girl can whisper out that's, you. That's funny. Huh? What's funny? Oh, I, I don't know. It, it almost seems as though I've, I've heard those same words before. Some words. Turn it off. No, no, I want to hear this. I've got to keep one on the wheel. What are you stopping for? To kiss your darling. No. No, don't. don't. Please. Please stop. stop. Oh, something oh dear, I... I feel as if I can tell you what they're going to say next before they even say it. Hmm. Oh, that's all. I've heard enough. Mrs. Porter, I'm sure you'll excuse me. I'm not hungry anymore. Not hungry anymore? No, he's not hungry. Must be catching. Some catch. <laughs> excuse me, everybody, please. Now, now, Bonnie, now sit down. Where on earth are you going? Who, me? Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm going to talk to Link about his appetite. Esther has presented Act One of True to Life, starring Victor Moore, William Demarest, Linda Darnell, and Cary Grant. In just a moment, we will hear the Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Act Two. But first, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther. Tonight, I'm going to talk to you again about the Lady Esther Patch Test, and I'm going to keep right on talking about it until you try it, because I know that my patch test will prove to you as nothing else can that Lady Esther four-purpose face cream instantly beautifies your skin, makes it look softer, smoother, and younger. That's why I want you to make the patch test, so that you can see this magic with your own eyes. Do it for me, won't you? Do it for yourself. Just rub a little Lady Esther four-purpose face cream on one particular section of your face, like a spot on your forehead or chin. Choose a part of your face that's too oily or too dry. And if there are blackheads or big pores, so much the better. You'll witness what seems like a miracle to you. You'll see that little patch of skin suddenly look a lot cleaner, fresher, and smoother than all the skin around it. You'll see a glowing, radiant difference that will astonish you. Now, you may think it's a miracle, but it isn't at all. It's exactly what you can expect from a cream that does all the four things your skin needs most for beauty. Here's what Lady Esther Face Cream does. One... It thoroughly cleans your skin. Two, it softens your skin, loosens and absorbs the dry flakes. Three, it helps nature refine the pores. And four, it leaves a smooth, perfect base for powder. Lady Esther four-purpose face cream has but one objective, to give you a smoother, more radiant, and more youthful-looking skin. So be sure to make the patch test tonight or tomorrow without fail. Lady Esther presents the second act of True to Life, starring Linda Darnell as Bonnie Porter, Cary Grant as Link Ferris, Victor Moore as Pop Porter, and William Demarest as Uncle Jake. Well, Bonnie wanted to talk to Link. About his appetite, she said. But she must have had a lot more on her mind, because now it's several hours later, and Bonnie's sitting with Link on a bench by the lake, <laughs> and by golly, still talking. Suppose I did go out with Fletch Marvin. He's a big radio executive, and, well, I, I thought maybe he might give you a job playing or something. 
What, that wolf? You <laughs> should talk. You're out chasing every night. Oh, go on. I've told you a thousand times. I don't go chasing. Well, you disappear every night. And I don't think it's just for fresh air. Uh-uh, you're jumping to conclusions. You're filling in the blank spaces again, huh? Um, maybe I... Maybe I shouldn't have tried to help you in the first place. Maybe Mom was right. I, I feel like I want to cry. Uh, oh, do you? It's all sort of... <laughs> Sort of dry inside. Oh, well, go ahead and cry if it'll make you feel better. I wouldn't give you the satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, don't cry. I know. I, I don't even know why you're wasting time with me. Why don't you go to her? Because there is no her. There's no one, Bonnie, only you. Only you. There. Are you satisfied you made me say it, huh? Link, you... you love me? Well, don't act so surprised. Oh, Link. Oh, Link. Oh... But the family's all asleep by now. Well, do I have to kiss them, too? <laughs> well, no, darling, but we've got to tell them. Oh, come on, let's go home and wake them up. In here, Link, in the parlor. I'll call them down and... So you're back at last. Pop, you're all up? We've been waiting for you, Bonnie, and you and Mr. Ferris. Uh, uh, what's wrong? Mr. Ferris, we're just everyday folks. What is all this? They heard the rest of that radio show after you left. Uncle Jake started making telephone calls. Yes, Mr. Ferris. This is Mr. Mammal. He's a lawyer. We're suing Sudsy Suds and the advertising company for $100,000. Now, how do you like that, Mr. Ferris? What in the world are you talking about? Well, uh, look, Bonnie, whatever happens, I want you to know that I meant every word I said tonight. Bonnie, him and Fletcher Marvin, they're friends, and they've been spying on us, putting everything we said and did on the radio, that crazy farmer family. Well, that's, that's ridiculous. It isn't true. It is true, all right. Mr. Mammal here checked everything. We got a perfect case. Oh, Link. Link, you were broken. I, I tried no, to help you. No, I didn't you. say I was broke. You said it. Bonnie... We didn't intend to hurt you. It was just that after we got started, we... Yeah, you made me an old crackpot with crazy inventions. What about me? Me a nagging old hand. Yeah, but Mrs. Porter, don't you see... Yeah, that... I saw right through you from the beginning, young man. I always said you were no good. Well, Bonnie, is that the way you feel about it? Well, how do you think I should feel? Lying to me, putting Fletch up to making love oh, to no, me. Oh, no, that's not true. Making me think you were in love with me, proposing to me just to get material for a cheap radio program. Well, if you believe that... I, I believe you're the lowest form of animal life. I... Go on, get out! Suing me for a hundred thousand. I paid my good money for writers, creators, not a couple of peeping toms. Oh, it was a good idea, all right, Mr. Huggins. It just backfired, that's all. Backfired? You're fired, both of you. You'll never work again while I... Wait a minute, Mr. Huggins, wait a minute. I think I've got it. Look, we let the public in. Tell them the truth. Tell them our story is true to life. Tell them there's a farmer family. What? That the real name is Porter. Everything they've heard is true. Say, wait a minute. That is an idea. They'll win their case, but it'll be worth 100000 in publicity. What do you say, Link? Say, if they'll win their case, let's go. Uh, where'll I put this goat, Mr. Porter? Uh, goat? Over there, over there in the dog pen with them two pigs from Canada. Right. Hey, Mr. Porter, what invention are you working on now? Oh, invention? Oh, invisible paint. Oh. Yeah, uh, you paint something with it, makes it invisible. Wonderful. Well, How's it coming? Well, I'm having a little trouble. I mixed up a batch of it, and I put it in a can, I painted the can with it, and now I can't find it. <laughs> 
Porter residence. And that's Pop Porter himself. Hiya, Pop. Hiya, Pop. Hiya. I, I get 10 cents royalty for every one of them sightseers. Hey, Pop, now come in here quick. Here, come in, Mom. Excuse me, folks. What's the matter? Bonnie's leaving. She's going to live at the YWCA. Bonnie, you wouldn't. Oh, yes, I would. You've made a freak show out of this house. You're suing because they made a lot of screwballs out of us on that, on that radio show. Well, we're acting like a lot of screwballs. It was a cheap, dirty trick for them to put us on the air. Yes, Uncle Jake, and it's just as cheap for us to try and cash in on it. Well, you can do it without me. Bonnie. I'll, I'll phone you, Mom. I know what's eating her. She's in love with one of them radio writers. Must be that nice Mr. Fletcher Marvin. No, I'll bet it's Link. Well, we got a good case without her. No, we haven't. Has he gone crazy? Barney's right. That farmer program hasn't hurt us none. People coming to see us, sending us gifts, and me a foreman at the bakery now with my picture on every bread wrapper. <laughs> what have we got to be mad about? If he thinks we're passing up a chance like this... Jake, and... shut up. Mom, you better phone Bonnie and tell her to come home. Now, I'll get to work on that, that love situation. Love situation? Hmm. What do you know about love? Hmm. I got me a few exemptions, didn't I? <laughs> now, you understand what's happening, folks? We're broadcasting right from the Porter home. But... Pop Porter is the only one who knows. The microphone is hidden in a bowl of flowers on the dining room table, and I'm announcing from the cellar. Pop has brought Link and Fletch to the house, and now he's waiting for my signal, three raps on the floor, to let him know he's on the air. Now, stand by, everybody. Huggins said this was to be a conference to settle the suit. Now he doesn't even show up. I'd like to know why we were brought here. I certainly didn't invite you. Hey. What was that? That means we're on the... Uh, uh, that's a new invention of mine. New kind of mousetrap. Must have caught three to once. Oh, Pop, if you... <laughs> Pop, if you don't mind... Now, look, Bonnie. You know you're in love with one of these boys. And 30 million people are waiting for you to say which one. Now, which is it, Bonnie? Well, Bonnie, if there's any chance you'll forgive me, I want to tell you I meant everything I ever said to you. Like what, Link? Uh, well, like, uh, like when I said I loved her. Hooray! Now we're getting somewhere. Oh, no, we're not. I wouldn't marry him if he were the last man on earth. Well, Fletch, I guess that means she's proposing to you. To me? Sure. You got anything to say? Yeah, well, uh, I... It's, it's a very great honor, of course, but, uh... Well, Bonnie, Bonnie, you want to be fair to yourself. You see, I'm, a, I'm sort of a, a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I mean... He means he's a two-timing playboy. That's what he means. Uh, am I arguing with you? Look, uh, not that Bonnie and I wouldn't be happy, but, well, that is, oh, I couldn't... Oh, go on. I'll leave you two lovebirds to coo it over. I'll be out of Oh, the... no, no, Link. Link, wait. Yeah, she's right, pal. Wait a minute. Yeah, come back here, Link. Now, sit down. Sit down. All right. Bonnie, let's stop this pretending. Will you marry me or not? Oh, well, if you don't mind taking a girl who's practically been turned down... <laughs> Darling. Whoopee, she's going to marry Link. I hope all you folks listening in are as happy as I am. Listening in? What folks? Funny, we've all been on the air. Hey, look, there's a microphone in with those flowers. So that's it, Link. Some more of your tricks. Why, you lying, cheating, double-crossing... Hey, put down that vase! Ow! Now, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, Bonnie. 
Link didn't know. I was the only one who knew. You were? Oh, oh, Link. Oh, Link, right. darling. Oh, oh, get some water, pop some spirits of ammonia. Get something. Yeah, get something. Well, don't just stand there. Somebody hurry up and do something, please. Oh, me. Oh, my. Oh, oh Link. Honey. Oh, darling, are you, are you all right? Oh, yeah, I think so. What hit me? I, I huh? guess those flowers just went to your head. <laughs> uh, some flowers. <laughs> some head. Thank you all for your delightful performances And our special thanks to you, Cary Grant and Linda Darnell For having stepped in on a moment's notice to play your parts here tonight Well, Mr. Bradley, both Cary and myself were only too happy to fill in You know, every one of us considers it a privilege to be invited to appear with the Lady Esther Screen Guild Players For we all know the wonderful work being done by the Motion Picture Relief Fund, Country House and Clinic A work that benefits so substantially from these weekly programs and now, before you hear about next week's program, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Darnell. I do hope that all of you listening to me tonight will try the Lady Esther patch test, for it will prove to you, while you watch, that Lady Esther four-purpose face cream can do really remarkable things for the beauty of your skin. Here's all you do. Just dip your finger in a jar of Lady Esther face cream and rub it on one little section of your face, perhaps around your nose, your chin, or on one cheek. Choose a part of your face that's too oily or too dry, or where you have blackheads and big pores. Just rub Lady Esther face cream on that one little patch of skin. Wipe it off and apply Lady Esther face powder. That's all I ask you to do. I don't need to tell you what happens. You'll see it with your own eyes. You'll see that one little part of your face... That one patch of skin take on a radiant new look of freshness and clarity. You'll see it suddenly look a lot softer, smoother, and younger textured than any of the skin around it. And you'll say it's magic. But it isn't magic at all. It's the natural result of using one cream that does all the four things your skin needs most for beauty. And remember, what you see happen to that one little patch of skin will happen to your whole face when you apply Lady Esther face cream. Just imagine how exciting and glamorous you'll look when you use Lady Esther four-purpose face cream and then apply Lady Esther face powder to the smooth, new freshness of your skin. Next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present Gentleman Jim. It will star Ward Bond, Grant Withers, Alexa Smith, and Errol Flynn. Be sure to listen. Harry Grant can currently be seen in Warner Brothers, Destination Tokyo. Linda Darnell is now working in the 20th Century Fox production, Sweet and Low Down. Victor Moore appeared through the courtesy of Paramount Pictures, producers of Lady in the Dark. William Demarest is currently being seen in The Miracle of Morgan's Creek, a Paramount production. Truman Bradley for Lady Esther saying, Good night, this is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.